Praise God, this is Radiant Fire Radio, this is your host Christopher, and we're back. Okay, we're now going to start segment three of Step Parenting, It Takes Two, by Ron Deal. We're going to go into some key points to remember. Key points to remember from this article. Early in remarriage, biological parents need to remain primary caregivers and disciplinarians. Handing off the children to the new step-parent sabotages his or her ability to build a relationship. You need to see that step-parent. So when you get all up in the air because you don't feel like you have enough authority in the home, you need to realize that it takes time to build that relationship. Early in remarriage, parents should empower step-parents by communicating to the children their expectation of obedience Later, even if you disagree with what the step-parent has done in your absence, support his or her position with the children. Then take your disagreement behind closed doors and work out a unified plan and consequences for the next offense. Step-parents need to grow into their relationship with stepchildren. Be friendly at first and support the house rules. Seek to be mutually suitable with your stepchildren and enjoy the relationship you have now. Again, you know, you have to be self-aware about who you are as a person. You have to be self-aware about knowing your weaknesses and your limitations. And if you are prone to overstep these boundaries, you need to increase the communication with your biological parent because that increase in communication is going to keep you from tripping over the line. And sometimes people trip over the line on purpose. There's in other times, which I'm, I'm hoping that this is you, they trip over the line on accident. You know, sometimes, you know, you're, there's, there are going to be mistakes. Let me just say it this way. You as a step parent are going to make mistakes. There are going to be things happen b- between you and your stepchildren that it just spirals completely out of control. And you're sitting there looking like, how the heck did this happen? This is not what I said. This is not what I meant. This isn't even what the stepchild, stepchild done. But it's we're here. So at that point, Tom, it really is, is a game of being honest and open, saying, hey, I didn't, I didn't intend for you to feel this way. I don't want you to be hurt. This is what really happened. And, and how do we come to some place of being in the middle? So, so we can, you know, can reconcile this relationship and try to get back on track. If you don't do that, if you're not man or woman enough to do that, you're in trouble because you're going to get eaten alive by the biological parent. So <laughs> you just got to know this is a delicate, delicate game that you're getting into. If you are a new step parent, I'm telling you, please listen, listen to me. Experience experience is, is, is telling you follow up with your biological step parent follow up with your biological parent and keep the lines of communication open step parents need to grow into their relationship with stepchildren be friendly at first and support the house rules seek to be mutually suitable with your stepchildren and en- enjoy the relationship you have now encourage and insist that children maintain regular, 
consistent contact with the parent living in the other home. Do your best to have a functional co-parent relationship. This is one of the things that, you know, is tricky and is touchy. It's tricky and it's touchy because you have to, first you got to understand what that relationship is like with the child child's parent who's not living in the home. If it's a relationship that's going to, and, and you as a step-parent, don't get to make this decision. You really don't. You need to balance the, the age of your stepchildren, their desires, with the, the wishes and the balance of the biological parent. Sometimes the biological parent that's not staying in the home with the stepchildren has made a decision and a choice to abandon and neglect your stepchildren. And you have to be sensitive to the fact of not talking about that in front of, in front of them. You have, to, you have to be considerate and not try to put that, that biological parent down because they are a reflection of your stepchildren. And if you make that move in, in trying to puff yourself up or to make yourself look bigger in the eyes of your stepchildren, you are going to crush them on the inside. They're never going to tell you, hey, that hurt. They're never going to come up to you and say, you shouldn't have been talking about my dad or my mom because I love them. I'm telling you from experience, you, you have to be very, very careful with this. And you need to judge this based upon the, the, the attitude of your, of your stepchildren and the, the wishes of your biological parent. Some people have relationships where the, the step the step parent gets placed into the role of the absentee biological parent by the children. The children see what the absentee biological parent is not doing or is doing or has harmed them or hurt them. And they, they make a choice and the decision by themselves to exclude that step parent or that biological parent who's not in the home. So just, that's a delicate situation in itself because if they do that, you need to respect their wishes. At the same time, you have to take into account your relationship with your stepchildren and not do anything to harm that by trying to force them to be in a relationship with their biological parent that they've already made a decision that they don't want to do that. It has to be at their choice. It has to be at their will. In, in the beginning stages of our, my relationship with my biological parent, um, I would always encourage the kids, my, my two um, stepsons, hey, reach out to your dad. See how he's doing. Find out about him. Find out about his life. Find out different things. Because I didn't want to be a barrier to that. I didn't want them to have any kind of feelings or hard feelings by me being here you know, to stop them from having a relationship. And over time, they've developed a relationship with their biological father, and, and it's good. Everybody's happy. You know, they've grown into it. Unfortunately, my stepdaughter has no relationship with her biological father at all. My heart goes out to her, and i got to be super, super sensitive to making sure that I don't do anything to damage her viewpoint of men her viewpoint of me as her father, her, her stepfather. And then even there's a possibility that, that the biological father 
her biological father may have a change of heart and say, hey, I'm here, I'm back. You never know because there's so many different variables that can take place and happen within these, these types of stories. So again, but her wish, you have to be careful and you have to, you have to explore and understand it's, and even see that the, the wishes of your stepchildren are going to change over time. They're going to they're change over time. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Let children set the pace for their relationship with the step-parent. Consider each child individually. Give and expect affection. Nurturance and emotional sharing only to the degree children appear open to it. If your stepchildren are not touchy-feely, I'm sorry, you're going to have to put your touchy-feely self back on the inside because if you do, you're going to break that child's spirit and will. It doesn't matter how much you want to be touchy-feely. If they don't want it, there's nothing you can do. Get it from your wife. Get it, get it from your husband. And... Again, I'm talking about everything appropriate here. That's that's supposed to be in a normal uh, parent-child relationship. You you have to be sensitive to this. Many a step-parent has wounded the soul and the spirit of their stepchildren because they're trying to force the issue of give me a hug, force the issue of hold my hand. And this this, this is little, four or five, and and also teenagers, 16, 17, you, you got to be very careful on what you do with your stepchildren. Parents should consider the step-parents' input into child rear. It is easy for parents who are used to having complete control over their children to discount the step-parents' perspective. Keep in mind that as outsiders, step-parents can see things your blind spots prevent you from seeing. Listen and consider their input. Step-parents need to learn to be non-judgmental sounding board for parents. Step parents need to be need to learn to be a non-judgmental sounding board for parents. You need to be able to listen to your biological parent and not judge them. You don't know what kind of hell they went through before you stepped onto the scene. And sometimes you put your little S on your chest and you walk in and you're either superwoman or superman and you're like, yeah, I'm going to fix it. Sometimes you don't have the ability to fix it. And you need to be self-aware about that. You don't have the ability to fix the situation. You just need to be there to be the listening ear. When parents get frustrated with their own children, they may confide in the step-parent. However, step-parents who begin to agree and add their own frustration may find their spouse reversing position to defend the child. I'm going to read this again. And you read between the lines because this will happen to you, step parents. However, step parents who begin to agree and add their own frustration may find their spouse reversing position to defend the child. And this all goes back to you're not breaking that unity and that bond between that biological parent and their child. They can, the sun rises and sets on their poop. You just got to understand that. It's, it rises and sets on their poop. You're never going to be able to break that. They're picking their poo up and like, oh, it's so lovely. It's so wonderful. But it's poo. So the parent-child bond is indeed a protective one. 
Step parents would do well to listen and affirm without criticizing the child. I can see you're angry at Jane for lying to us. What do you suggest we do? And, and Mr. Deal, you, you get an A because this is the best thing that you can do. When you, when you make statements like that, what do you suggest we do? It gives the biological parent power. It takes you out of the conflict and it puts the, the reflection on the person who needs to, to be reflected upon. There's, there's no goodness or badness upon you as a step parent. There's no goodness or badness upon the biological parent. It's the behavior that gets to get addressed. When you make statements like this, what do you suggest we do? Finally, but most important, effective step parent teams begin with healthy marriages. Take time to nurture your relationship, date on a regular basis, date each other, not other people. <laughs> Learn to communicate and resolve conflict and enjoy healthy sexual relationship. Make your marriage a priority. And we are, I'm going to do these last, nope, we're out of time. We're out of time. This has been a great article, and we're going to continue this in segment four. This has been Ron Dill's Step Parenting, It Takes Two. You be blessed. This has been Radiant Fire Radio with your host, Christopher. We are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you as we go forth in this endeavor in this hour. We pray that God would be with you. His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.